Welcome to the Unleashing Sister Saints podcast with Susan Madsen. Remember, you can send me your thoughts at unleashingsistersaints at gmail.com. So it is April 2nd, and I'm recording this. And yesterday, I listened to the first two sessions of General Conference and wanted to share a few of my thoughts on finding peace. So I'd like to start by reading the words to a hymn. Keep the commandments, keep the commandments. In this there is safety, in this there is peace. He will send blessings, he will send blessings. Words of a prophet, keep the commandments. In this there is safety and peace. So those two words, safety and peace, really stuck out to me as I was listening to the hymn being sung by the Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square. So earlier this week, I was speaking at an event and a woman came up to me who had been following my work for years and knew I was a member of the church. And she told me that she had left the church many years ago and was not active for 10 years. She talked about her search to find peace. No matter where she looked and what she did, she could not find true peace. She said that because she was raised in the church, she knew the true source of peace and finally decided that she would come back to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Then she said this, even though times are hard and things are crazy around us, I've found peace for my soul again. I found that Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. True peace cannot be found in any other way. President Henry B. Irene spoke about personal peace at the end of the first session on Saturday. He quoted John 14, 26 and 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So that really connected to me. Of course, I've heard it before, but it was said again and it connected. He gives us peace if we will accept it. But it seems like the challenge is for us to accept it in some ways. We cannot expect to have peace, however, if we're not doing our part. So President Irene also reminded us of this. If you love me, keep my commandments. So he emphasized the point from the scriptures that if we truly love the Father, then we will keep the commandments. He said that the Spirit will abode in and with those who are keeping the commandments and that the Comforter will teach us all things. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. But I don't think this is said for everyone at every point in their lives. I think it is saying that if we are keeping the commandments, then we should feel peace. So if we are doing what is right, then we should not let our hearts be troubled, neither let our hearts be afraid. The point is that there is a way to feel peace, but it actually takes faith, trust, and work. So I took some notes during this talk and wanted to just put out a few things that I had written down. Peace comes after faith, not before. The Holy Ghost can be our companion. We can feel comfort. As we keep our covenants, we can feel close to our Heavenly Father and His Son. President Irene said that keeping the commandments is more than just obedience but we need to love him with all our hearts, might, mind, and strength. So are we just doing what we're supposed to do, which is important, but it's not all. We must be doing, 
And we could disagree all day long about what that entails exactly, what each of us think that doing includes. And are we also becoming like him, which means that we love him with all our heart, might, mind, and strength. How deep is our love, right? Sounds like a song. But I do find it interesting, those four words from the Doctrine and Covenants, with all our heart, might, mind, and strength. How do we serve and love with all our hearts? How do we serve and love with all our mights? How do we serve and love with all our minds? And how do we serve and love with all our strength? Now, this may look similar with each of us, or maybe it doesn't look so similar. It might look different for each of us. And do we judge others on what we understand this to mean? It's definitely something I need to think about. Of course, the Lord loves us and paid the price for our sins. And through this, we can have peace. So what does personal peace and comfort look like? Can we feel unsettled in some areas and still have peace? This past week, I had eight young women at my house for dinner who were all 24 and 25 years old and working professionally and not married. These were amazing women who I think seven of the eight were faithful and committed to the gospel. But there is definitely this hole in their lives, as I believe they all expected that they would be married by now. So we talked about how so many at their age are, quote, in waiting, I call it that, not moving forward, just waiting and thinking about not being married a lot. Can one feel peace in this situation? I married right before I turned 24, so I didn't have this worry or, you know, didn't have this space. Does it take extra work to feel peace and fulfillment when we feel something is amiss? How about in my situation where my husband and I raised four kids in the church doing all the things we were supposed to do? Family home evening, going to church, paying tithing, and then watching each child one by one leave the church. I have to say, it has taken me a long time to feel peace about this, but I've arrived there not so long ago. It's been rough on me. And those feelings come back from time to time. Now, how about those who are struggling with infertility? Can one feel peace while also feeling pain and feeling unsettled? It takes work to keep our hearts in the right places. I think it takes continuous effort to continue to have faith sometimes. I've been thinking about this this morning, about peace. And if, because of the things I've mentioned, it is, or will it be, harder to feel peace compared to those who have lived in past generations because of the noise and chaos. Is that one of our challenges today? Is it harder? Here's another question. I'm just asking you lots of questions today. Is it harder as women to feel peace than men? Our challenges are definitely different and our hormones and our brains are different. Isn't the point that we can have faith and peace amidst the uncertainty, the storms, the challenges, the violence, the meanness around us, the fear. As women, we cannot get rid of all that fear, right? We're just worriers more than men. The impact of social media and media on our kids and our youth, and I could go on and on. And let's not beat ourselves up when we become fearful for some moments or days and are just afraid. But then we can settle ourselves down and settle into that trust and faith and peace. 
I love that President Irene said, each child on this earth has the light of Christ. And we need to remember this. We have to be optimistic. He talked about that. And I felt that from other talks as well. We need to keep the hope. We need to be optimistic. Now, I had a young woman around 30 work with me for a while, and she had also been active in the church her whole life, but was deeply conflicted about why God hadn't helped her find her soulmate. After she finished her work with me, she made the decision to leave the church, as Irene called it, the path of sorrow. I watched her social media for a while, and I saw her say something about how free she felt taking off her garments. I saw a photo of her first tattoo. I could tell by one post that she'd probably broken her covenants regarding not having intimate relationships outside of marriage. And she made comments about trying out different types of alcohol and on and on. I couldn't watch anymore. She had lost hope. She had decided that sacrifice was not worth it, particularly if one views sacrifice in terms of the list a list, I should say, of things that you shouldn't be doing. What I know is this. These decisions and behaviors will not bring peace. So I guess as I conclude, what I was reminded of in President Irene's talk was that we need to be doing what the Lord has asked us to do to feel peace. And if we are being obedient, and also if we love and serve him more deeply with all our hearts, mights, mind, and strength, then we should not be afraid. We should then let the peace in through the Holy Ghost that we have been promised. Can we do that? Can we trust in him and let go of our fear and let that peace come into our souls? Can we let go of those perfectionistic tendencies and those imposter messages that we are not good enough? Can we just trust, have hope and faith, and let that peace settle into the essence of who we are? Daughters of our heavenly parents who love us. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unleashing Sister Saints. This is Susan Madsen and I'm devoted to unleashing the positive impact of Sister Saints on the world. Mm -hmm.